Hey, how's it going? Hey, dude. <laughs> After all that right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but but how, how's, how's your day been so far? Um, pretty good. Kind of interesting. Um, I like, once again, I, I'm telling you, dude, I'm like technical, technologically disadvantaged. Like I, I feel like I do live under a rock sometimes. So it's like, I don't even have a TV. If that tells you anything, like I purposely got rid of it. I just stopped watching TV. I use my phone for things, but I don't yeah, like watching news. I don't watch cable. I don't watch it. I mean, maybe whenever I'm over at my mom's house or my family's house, I'll watch Netflix or something, you know. But most girl, of my don't nobody, girl, don't nobody watch TV no more. You think so? <laughs> yeah, literally nobody. <laughs> TV's on Black Friday, you know, so it's like, I mean, you sure? That's what we're supposed to do, but nobody really, like, honestly, nobody really watches TV, or at least not like TV, TV. They might watch Netflix, or it's all about streaming channels now, but or bootlegging, but yeah, nobody watches TV. Okay, cool. I, so I'm not <laughs> too far behind then, right? Yeah. I'm not anyone, yeah. I can't remember the last time I watched the TV, by the way. So, because it, it's so cool to like sit in my bed, watch everything on my phone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it, it's instantaneous access to whatever information you're looking for. The TV is just a, uh, it's just a, the medium between the information, some information, not all information, it's limited information. It's whatever they choose to give you, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, uh, how long have you been singing? Um, it's been a few years. Well, like, so, like I had mentioned before, um, I, since I was little, I used to, I, I would always write. I still write. Um, I like, I don't know, like in my head, I'll hear melodies out of nowhere. I'll just hear a melody. I'm like, oh, okay, well, let me record that. So I'll, I'll record a melody, like kind of hum it to myself, you know, on the phone recording and then go back and write something to it. But, like, as far as uh, publicly singing, um, doing something with it, it's been since 2013, whenever I first started um, mm -hmm. my first song. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. If you could open up for any artist ever, who would it be? If I could? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if they would accept me, though. Because, like, so I, I love I love rock, right? I, I mean, I, I love different genres of music. There are some genres that I won't listen to. Um, like mm -hmm. for example, mainstream pop, it just, it's too soft and too, it's, it's too something it has, it's something about the sound and about the content that's, mm -hmm. that's sung about that doesn't catch. Yeah, well, 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 when you say mainstream pop, do you, cause pop is kind of like evolved over time. Do you mean like pop in general or like nineties pop or like today's pop? What do you mean by that? Um, I'm going to say like pop in general and today's pop, like it's just, it's, it's, I, I think it's like declined since the 90s. Like the 90s is tolerable. The 90s pop is tolerable. And today's pop is just maybe because, you know, I'm getting older. Times are yeah. different. Um, I'm 33 yeah, now. I, mean, so I was like, <laughs> I. Wow, so, you're 33. I thought you were my age. How old are you? Well, I don't really identify with age per se. But if I had one, I would be 25. Oh, you're, so like in, you know, <laughs> how can I put it? like in physical terms of like the age of the body itself, you're 25 years of age in physical terms, right? 
But yeah, mentality-wise, yeah. you could be a whole lot younger or a whole lot older, depending on your yeah. wisdom and, and experience, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just here. You know what I mean? I think we all are. We're all just shooting in the dark, kind of trying to make it through. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. people say that, that I look younger, but no, I'm, I'm 33. I, I may look younger, but I feel like I might have the mind of a 92-year-old sometimes. Yeah, I mean, rap is definitely the genre now. I think pop died in, I want to say, 2012, 2010, 2009-ish, you know. But uh, I was actually listening to Britney Spears this morning, If You Seek Amy, and it was just so refreshing. I guess I like pop because that's the era I was, like, I'm a 90s kid, so that's the era I was born in. So there was nothing but, like, pop was, like, hot back then. Like, you had... Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, you know, Maya, the Backstreet Boys in sync. So, yeah. Dude. Okay. I'm speaking on that real quick. I got to throw this out there. So there's this heavy metal band called Children of Bodom. And uh, I forgot which dude it is, but like one of them, he's like really obsessed with Britney Spears. Right. So they did a heavy metal rendition of her um, Oops, I Did It Again song. You have to listen to that song as, oh my fucking God. It's like, it's just so beautiful. It's like, so her original, okay, I can respect that, whatever. But whenever you hear their rendition of it, it's just like so powerful. And then like the gutturals in his voice and like how they really get into it. And the composition of the, like the solo right in the middle, like they really put a whole lot of detail into that song, but like in a rock, heavy metal rock rendition, you're going to have to check out that sending the link. So you can check that out. Definitely. Compare and contrast Definitely. her song with their song. So, like, I mean, I, I don't know what it is about, the, like, the heavier sounds that it catches my attention, like, where you you feel like you can emotionally connect to it. I guess maybe it, it depends on the person. Like, if, if you have, like, a background of maybe growing up in a childhood in a household with, uh, you know, aggression and anger, um, yeah, then you might relate to that music on, on a different level, you know? I'm not saying yeah. that, that it advocates anger and, and aggression. Just, like, it, it allows you to, like, release that pent up emotion that you may have yeah. you know mentally yeah that's, that's how I, that's how i feel when i listen to like eminem or nf you know yeah i can definitely vibe with that so if you could open up for anybody who would it be megadeth but i'm telling you man i don't Meg know if that would happen because they're they're i mean they're they're from the 80s but um they're they were heavy metal of the 80s they, i mean they're still putting out music dave mustang he's still putting out music um he, they were kind of like on a on a pause for a bit like last year the year before that because he had uh cancer of the throat but i think he's over yeah they were gonna start touring again but then the whole covid thing happened so then that set them back i mean it set back a lot of a lot of musical artists yeah products, you know so you can't really do concerts in, in large concerts and venues anymore because of the social distancing but yeah i don't know who added miss rona to the group chat but we need to find the admin and kick her out immediately <laughs> oh, I don't. I have no. You're gonna. You would have to figure that out because, like, I'm telling you, man, I'm technologically disadvantaged. I wouldn't even know. Um, yeah. Um. I I was joking though. I was. I was. You you got that joke right? Who? Did that was a joke? You didn't. Get oh, what is it? <laughs> you didn't get the joke. <laughs> like, sorry. No, like, see, because life is the group chat. Corona is the person that's in it that needs to get kicked out. That was the oh, 
<laughs> you said Ms. Rona. I said Ms. Roller. I apologize. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, we'll get it together. You get that bitch. I don't know what she's doing here in the first place. You know, on, <laughs> on a on a side note, that stuff, man. I mean, there's like conflicting information on it, but there's like so there's what the mainstream media shows you. There's what the news is telling you. There's what like you know you'll even see some videos of it on on YouTube and whatnot. But then there's like also this side information that's not as much in the spotlight how it's potentially um it was something that was concocted in a lab it's a human-made virus it's not just something natural like the whole thing about oh i well, can believe that I yeah believe like that. people eating bats cause this nah that's bullshit people have been yeah. eating different animals and plants for you know millennia and you're gonna tell me all of a sudden that eating bats caused this virus that's, yeah that's like, what that, that's why it, it, it to believe that yeah that's why i tell people I really feel like as soon as all the elections are over, the reptilian people will tell us it's okay to not our daily lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I could tell you right now, like, um, everyday life. Like, okay, so I work in a small room, right? Um, mm. I'm not exposed to too many people. I don't really go out to the stores too much unless it's really, really necessary. Yes, I do respect, you know, um, the guidelines. I'm wearing a mask. Wiping down uh, surfaces. Uh, even whenever I go pump gas, I wipe down. You know, after touching the handle, I'm wiping my hands, wiping my gas tank uh, handle, the door, all that right there. Wiping down my steering wheel. You know, taking my precautions and whatnot. But you still see a bunch of people going out into public, like for example, um, night venues, like uh, so um, bars. That yeah, okay, so they serve food and then they're getting away with that. Like oh, if you're a restaurant, you can still be open, but if you're a bar, you must be closed. But I mean, people are still gathering. People are still doing things, and I'm not saying anything against it. Um, and I'm not saying anything for it either. I, what I'm saying is that it's already, it, it shows that either something, if something is going to happen, it's going to happen. And if it's not, it's not. But there's a lot of people who are still gathering and not too much is happening. So they say, you know, it's going to affect so many people. But I think a lot of it was hype to instill fear, you know, to get people separated because it's the whole divide and conquer technique. It's like, you keep people separated. They can't gather. They can't congregate. They can't share views or share ideas. That's the whole thing behind it. They're trying to stop people congregating to share ideas and views and and mindsets. Because when I mean, if if you have something that you're against and you want to express that, but if you're by yourself and you're like a a battalion of one, what can you really get done? You know? Yeah, definitely. Like the whole, um, these these recent protests, the times that we're living in right now, and we have a bunch of protests, like that stuff. I mean, they say that, you know, if you gather in large groups, you can potentially get COVID, but yet there's a lot of people who are coming back from those protests and they're not affected. So what is that telling you? Even if there are people affected, and I'm not saying like, go ahead and, and congregate anyway, like, fuck it, let's just do it anyway. It doesn't matter. No, of course, take other people's life into consideration, you know, but um, I think that, I think that it's it's not as it's not as I, I mean if I'm wrong I'm wrong and I do apologize not to offend anyone but it's not oh as no deep. no no if you're offending anybody fuck them okay like this is your like this is my podcast actually I like offending people it's one of my favorite pastimes that is smoking <laughs> cigars so you know if you offend people fuck them you know whatever you say is right until somebody proves you wrong. Mm. 
and even then it's right to you. But I definitely feel like it's um, some agenda and I don't want to talk about it too much because this is you, you know, this is your time. But I will say this. I was staying in and I think it was like weeks before I went out just because there's not shit to do anyways. You know, I'm not a person that like gets out anyway. So I was at home minding my own business and I went to the store with my mom. And one thing about me I'm not going to like take a shower if I'm just going to the store, you know, I'm just throw something on and like go. And so people were like standing like far from me. They were giving me like six feet. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why are people avoiding me? Do I stink or something? And I forgot. I was like, <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah, Rona. So, but yeah, it was so depressing and it was so fucking sad because like, you know, the world isn't together anyways. The world is divided anyways. So, totally. you know, it's like now it's really divided. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. The, and they're they're succeeding with that. And that's what pisses me off the most. Like whoever, like what you were saying, it's a culture shock. Because I remember, so in the past before COVID, I would go to the track freely. And, and you know, like depending on your neighborhood, you go to the track, you're going to start to see the same people that go frequently on certain days, right? And at different times of the day, it's, it's going to be different people. I've noticed there's an older crowd, like in 60s and above in the early morning. And then there's a, maybe a middle-aged to younger crowd after 6 o'clock in the afternoon, right? And where it could be in the past, you could just pass someone on the track. And like, hey, how you doing? Oh, good to see you again, you know? But now it's like, or me, I'm trying to respect the whole social distancing. I'm walking 6 feet, 7 feet around them, even if I have to walk off the track. I'm not going to push someone off the track. I'm, I'm Let them have their space. And sometimes they move and I was like, no, 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 it's okay. You, you keep walking. I'm going to walk around you. So I'll walk like six feet off the track. I'm in the grass, around the trees, whatever. I, I don't mind it, but it's just sad because it's, it's a culture shock. Like we're in the past, you could shake hands, you can hug, you know, give that that human expression to each other, that brotherly love, whatever. You can't even do that anymore. They took that away from us. Whoever, whoever concocted this virus in a lab was so fucking selfish that they took away the simplest privilege of hugging my own grandma. I can't even do that. I haven't hugged my yeah. grandma since the beginning of this year and she still won't let me hug her. And I respect that, but it, like, it pisses me off so bad. Oh, whoever, whoever did this, just selfish as fuck. Selfish as fuck. And, it, and I don't think it was just one people. I, I don't one person, sorry. I, I know that they've like said, oh, well, this person did it. This person did it. We took them in, into custody, blah, blah, blah. We're going to charge them, blah, blah, blah. It's bigger than that. Yeah. It's way fucking bigger than that. There's like a group behind it, but it's 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 just... And I could like say names, but I don't want to say too much because of whatever reasons. Like I don't, I don't trust a lot of the, like you know, phone recordings or conversations. I might be kind of paranoid. Yeah, I might be, or maybe uh, I'll just uh, admit uh, yes or no. Uh, but trust me, they already got all your shit. They know who you are. They know what we're doing right now. Like yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, this is like they say this is the land of the free, but you know, it's you know, if you want to keep shit secret, it's too late now. Um, yeah. but uh, w what are you drinking? Are you drinking anything right now? I might be okay. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Uh, <laughs> I got them uh, Swisher Sweets because I'm cheap at well, not Swishers, they're um, okay, so you know, black and milds. Yeah. Well, Swishers have their own version of Black and Miles, but 
the black and mild name is copyrighted, so they're BLKs. And uh, okay. and I actually like them better because you get two, where uh, like the price you pay for one black and mild, you get two BLKs, and they're flavored and they're actually really really good. They do the trick, so that's what I'm smoking on right now. Uh, and I got some Modelo's. What are you drinking? Um, I'm gonna be, I guess, a little bit lamer than you, and just admit that I'm drinking a Smirnoff watermelon mimosa and a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's good. I like Smirnoff. Okay. Well, because some people call it wine coolers or just like sweet water. Yeah. But hey, man, the alcohol content still fucks you up. Mm-hmm. I'm not advocating alcoholism or drinking, but I always go for the higher alcohol content just because I want to feel the buzz. Yeah. No, I'm not alcoholic, but I'm an escapist. That's the way to put it. I mean, there's a reason behind you, 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 you know what? You know what? That's yeah. actually good. I'm going to use that. Like, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm an escapist. You I know? am, dude. Yeah, even, <laughs> even though it's pretty much the same thing. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. What is your religious views? Like, are you a Christian? Like, what's what, what do you believe in? Uh no, I'm not Christian. I'm not Catholic. I'm not I'm not religious at all. Like if you can if you consider the the definition of religion in Latin, it means my belief. So any organized religion you follow, it doesn't matter even if you are a Christian of one or a Christian of a part of a church of many, it doesn't matter. The thing is like if you follow that if you follow that guideline that was established before your existence and it's instilled into you, you're still following someone else's religion. You know, so I like I'll tell you this. I grew up as a child. I grew up in a in a Christian church um, it, and this church. It's it's like worldwide. Um, and I I felt like me personally, I felt it was kind of cultish. Like they what church was it? Uh, is it okay if I if I decline to say because like say for example if ever my family were to hear this I wouldn't want to offend them. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you don't have to say. So like I mean I'll just tell you that it's it's a church that's based out of Mexico. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a guy that like you know back in the 30s he says that he had a conversation with God and he was anointed as an apostle. He started the church, started up the church, um, passed it on to his son whenever he died. That son passed it on to one of his sons whenever he died. Um, and so like they they follow the Bible and they do a reenactment of the of the Holy Supper, the Santa Cena, you know, um, but this church has gotten big worldwide and I respect that. No problem at all. So the way I see it is like if if with your religion, you can instill some type of moral um, like guidelines for people or like consciousness to where they they live a certain way that that is respectful to human existence, okay, that's cool, I respect you, but at the same time, there's certain things I don't respect, like, say, for example, um, the belief, and and they can, it. my family will argue it with me, like, no, 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 we don't think that, we don't believe that, that um, if you don't believe in their apostle, if you don't believe in their church, then you don't exactly have a seat in the kingdom of heaven. You well, know? that's not a real question, then. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the way I see it, like, honestly, me, the way I see it is that we all believe in the same initial source of existence. It doesn't matter who you are and what you believe in. If you believe in God, the creator, initial source, universe, that, you know, that one universal mind, that one universal consciousness that created everything in existence, if you believe in it, we all believe in the same thing. It's just everyone has a different interpretation of it. 
everyone has a different definition and name for it, but they don't see that. A lot of people are closed-minded and think, no, 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 no. Um, you, whatever God you believe in, that's not my God. No, how can we potentially believe in the same one? Your beliefs are different. You live differently. You're blah, 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 this, you're that, whatever. Um, but no, no, we believe in the same thing. So, like, I guess you could say me, I'm just, I know there's a term for it, but I'm not using it. Um, I just, I believe there's one universal consciousness and the the word universe you can take that in a physical sense or a spiritual sense however you want because anyway both play. no just basically that that uh that both the physical and the spiritual is simultaneous exist and whenever i say spiritual i don't mean like just like it from a religious sense of just if you, if you consider that you know the mind itself is uh an energetic body that that coincides inside the physical body but like just to get back to your question um, I would say that I'm more of like a, like an open thinker, free thinker. Um, but, that... but, but, but see, you keep, <laughs> you keep dancing around the question, dude. Like, hey, man, I, I want to know, like, okay, so say for instance, like me, um, one of my teachers actually uh, brought up a point. Uh, I don't know how we even got into this conversation, but I asked him, I was like, are you a Christian? And he says, I don't like to call myself a Christian because I don't want to be wrapped up in there with them. Cause some Christians have like are very not Christians at all. And they give real Christians a bad rep. And so he said, I don't want to be wrapped in to them. Uh, I am a spiritual person. If you want to put a label on it, yes, I'm a Christian, but I'm a spiritual person. And that's me. Like, I like to say I'm a spiritualist, but most people do not know what that means. Um, well, let me ask you this. So do you believe in the Bible? Or you, you follow the Bible to the T? Like you believe that that's the book they should live your life by? Do I believe in the Bible? Yes. Do I believe that Jesus Christ died for our sins? Yeah. Do I believe that you should accept him? Yeah. Do I believe in God? Yeah. But however, comma. I also believe in it the right way because people, they don't really like bleed into it. Like people take the Bible for face value. Half of the things in the Bible is not literal. Most Bible things are metaphorical. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But however, comma, again, I also believe that just because I believe in that, does not make you know that the only religion i believe that like here's how i put it say for instance there's an ice cream store i'm going to the ice cream store from dallas you're going to the ice cream store from houston is there a right way is there a wrong way to this ice cream store yes but however very few people take that road but just because we're trying to get say that again is there a wrong way to the ice cream store Yes, I said, is there a wrong way to the ice cream store? Yes, because there's a wrong way. What, what if it's not exactly that there's a wrong way to the ice cream store, but it's just a different route, you know? Well, it's like, just as long as you arrive, that's, if you get to the destination, that's all that matters. Not that there's a right right way or a wrong way, because everyone has a different path well, well, to well, that final. Well, well, say that's see, that's where I'm getting at, like, there's absolutely a wrong way to do everything. There's a wrong way to play the piano. There's a wrong way to sing. There's a wrong way to eat. <laughs> you know, there's a wrong way to do everything. And very yeah, few people take that road. So there is a wrong way, literally. But 
that's very few and in between and there's only one wrong way but there's a lot of right ways so say for instance if i'm choosing to be a spiritualist or a christian and i want to get to the ice cream shop and say for instance you want to be a wiccan or you want to believe in greek gods and get to the ice cream shop that doesn't necessarily make it wrong you know what i mean like it's been yeah. clinically it's been scientifically proven that atheists do not exist like everybody has to believe in something like it's just the way we're wired it's just the way we're made like we cannot believe in nothing you know whether it's ourselves whether it's you know our phones whether it's this that or the third but we have to believe in something you know higher than us you know yeah. or we or we'll die <laughs> literally or go insane so um yeah i believe that you know, just because there's different religions doesn't make it wrong. It's just a religion that's comfortable for you. I'm comfortable, yeah. you know, thinking that, you know, and by the way, Jesus, did you know that they proved that Jesus was real? No. Yeah. Elaborate. Yeah, well, um, they did the science, did the DNA and whatever, and they found out that Jesus, there was a guy named Jesus, and he actually did walk the earth. I want to look at the documentary more because I'm interested in, like, I'm really interested in finding out, like, how much of the Bible was confirmed, you know, like, because say, for instance, somebody could be like, oh, well, we discovered Dr. Frankenstein was real, but he did not actually, like, make the monster, you know what I mean? So I don't know if they've, what they've confirmed, I'll have to, like, look into that, but there yeah. was a guy named, you know, Jesus that did, you know, walk the earth. I don't know if he actually died on the cross or if he actually, you know, healed the sick or what he did, but I know there was a guy, or if he was even the son of God, but I know they confirmed that uh, he actually existed. And one thing that people believe in the Bible, because it's in so many religions, of the flood of Noah's Ark. And the reason why is because every single religion has the flood. It Like the flood and the story of Noah is the only story that's in every single religion and every culture. So that's what people agree on. Like, okay, this must've happened. And we know Ramses and, you know, Egypt, like the story of Moses, we know that was real because, you know, Ramses was a real person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, may I add on to that? Yeah, go ahead. First off, like, to answer your question, because he said I was dancing around it. I don't mean to dance around it. Um, so I'm spiritual, right? Mm. But I'm not Christian. I don't believe in the Bible. I mean, I, I accept it as a book that has been written, but it's a composition of like a, a, a book that's been put together, different books that have been put together into one written by different people. And people can say, well, God wrote it, but no, God didn't write it. You can say, in a way, maybe god wrote it because everyone's a different manifestation and individual expression of the creator initial source of existence so yeah maybe it's god manifesting through each person to be able to write it inspired to write it and then someone decided to put all these books together but if you consider that whenever they found the gnostic text the the dead sea scrolls there was a lot of books that were omitted you know that makes um, sense so i i totally can see the way our government is i totally can see 
the Bible being tampered with. And like, I don't know who told you God write, wrote the Bible, but they're freaking stupid. Like it even says in the Bible, God didn't write the Bible. You know, it was translated through different people. Like they, God might've spoke to them or they might've been inspired, but it's, it's just like whenever, like I might write a story and tell you the story and you might, tell it but put your own spin on it you know so god yeah. definitely didn't write the bible like he didn't no it's true yeah this is like every any event any event that happens if there's 10 witnesses each witness is going to tell their own different perspective and account of what had happened you know yeah so it, like no one is ever going to tell the story the same way the way they saw it some people might be extra dramatic and add some details that didn't happen. Some might tell it exactly as it was. Some might actually leave out details and just tell you like a basic, like three sentences about the whole thing, you know, but however, um, yeah, it's, uh, I just, I don't, me, I'm not Christian. I'm not Catholic. I'm not any of those. I'm just spiritual. I, I like, I've, I've looked into different, oh man, you're going to start hearing my goats. They hear my, my voice. There's, <laughs> if you hear my goats, I do apologize, man. You have, you, go- you have goats. Ah, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I got two. Yeah. She's yelling at me. I already fed her. I fed her and watered her, but she's just like following my voice. So I do apologize. It's cool. Um, you, are the, like good- you are the goat. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the goat lady. Greatest of all time. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. No, uh, just I, I've looked into different um, spiritual beliefs different and the way i say is like every spiritual book is a different philosophy book different guideline book to instruct people uh, knowledge has been passed down through generations through millennia for people to be able to follow um there's ascended masters different masters who are just trying to pass on that knowledge girl i swear man (laughs) she just came yelling at me yeah help you but actually i'm gonna have to slightly disagree with you there because i have like friends of like many, many different religions. And the funny thing that I find out is most religions I find the same. Like I have a friend who's pagan and he was telling me stuff that they believe that was literally in the Bible. You know what I mean? So a lot of religions are the same if like people would actually like stop. It's because a lot of that content, dude, like if you consider the Bible, consider other other mythology. So like... uh, whatever mytho- like greek mythology um roman mythology egyptian mythology indian mythology mayan aztec mythology all those mythologies at one point they weren't actually mythologies they were legit yeah. beliefs and religions you know they're only a myth- they're only considered mythology now because of the fact that they're not as widely accepted as true spiritual or religious belief yeah so now it's just like their creation stories or their 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 religious creation um legends and whatnot but um like what so say for example what you were saying about the flood so we all know that a a great flood did happen i mean it's and it's retold in different cultures different histories you know so Mm -hmm. um but it's not exactly told the same way so i agree with that yeah there was a great flood but was it noah no it's not noah in each story it's 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 a different person in each story different character different of a different situation and an environment and scene and theme and all that right there um was there a son of god if you consider each mythology there's a son of god so it's like you know where there's like the number 12 it plays big um in a lot of cultures and and mythologies there's like 12 main gods or 12 main this or 12 main that whatever you know so like in the bible talks about the 12 main apostles and if you consider like the 12 main greek gods or the 12 main 
Aztec Mayan gods or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, there, it, there's a, just like, it, it seems mm-hmm. similar in a lot of different mythologies. And to me, to me, like the Bible is another mythology book or another philosophy book and, and not to disrespect you. Not oh, to no, disrespect no, 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 no. I'm, girl, I'm open-minded. Okay. But it's funny you say that. Cause I was just about to say, like I'm this year and last year, I'm just getting to know these different religions. And I was talking to this one girl who was uh pagan and she actually uh, worships uh, Greek gods. And I was talking to my cousin and I was like, uh, you know, because all I know, like Greek gods are like the only Greek god that Christians recognize is um, is um, Zeus uh, as one of the uh, devil's uh, head demon. I forget what I, I think he's the Zeus is the uh, god of lust. In the Christianity religion, he's the, uh, or demon of lust, I should say. But yeah, Zeus is the only real Greek god that we acknowledge. And like, I was talking to my cousin, and I was like, wow, this chick, she literally worships uh, Hercules and Zeus and like the god of music. And I thought that was strange. And he was like, well, you can say the same thing for Christianity. You know what I mean? And it's true, like, and especially Christianity, because Christianity is built on faith it's built on believing in something you can't see so you can definitely say the same about christianity you know yeah no yeah definitely um i I don't know about all that like like mono i mean sorry polytheism Mm -hmm. like i don't i don't believe in multiple like a god for this a god for that a god for everything because it's like i I just go the way i see it is like there's there's some initial source of existence that created everything like everything came out of something if i'm wrong I won't know until the day I die and I pass to the other side. If I'm right, I still won't know until the day I die and pass to the other side. And I'm going to just leave it like that. Because the way I say it's like, there's this one point that created everything. Everything expanded out of that one point. Yeah. And that's, that's where I'm at with it. I don't, I don't need multiple a God for this, a God for that. I don't need, I don't need all that, you know? Like, I mean, but like. It's too you know, much. It's, it's too much work, you know? <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. It's yeah. like we they start looking at your chart. Oh wait, it's Monday and it's twelve o'clock, and I'm about to pray, but it's this prayer. Oh fuck, I gotta reschedule. It's not time for that prayer. I gotta wait yeah. till Thursday. Yeah, and and I mean like it's funny because I was watching this another doc another documentary between um it was uh between a scientist and a pastor, and the scientist said everything in the Bible has a uh, scientific explanation like the uh, book of Genesis, the Big Bang Theory, you know, the uh, the um, story of Nebuchadnezzar when he turned into a beast. There's actually a real disease that will make your hair on your arms grow really, really long and like your claws grow really, really long. I mean, you know, fingernails. Yeah like a beast and like when he turned like when Moses split the sea even like there's a scientific definition for literally everything you know in the Bible that can be proven with science and then the pastor was like just because it can be proven with science doesn't mean that a god or ultimate force didn't do it you know like I can break down the science you know how popcorn kernels can pop in the popcorn overheat but that doesn't mean i didn't put the bag of popcorn in the uh you know in the um 
in the uh in the fucking yeah yeah the microwave i'm sorry i don't have a microwave you don't have a tv i don't have a microwave i cook my popcorn on the stove so i, I was yeah. having trouble but hey that's yeah, better for you all that radiation it's all good yeah and like say for instance like you cannot be a christian and cancel out other gods because look at the uh egyptians when moses put his stick down it turned into a snake but when ramses you know he has his egyptian gods and when ramses put uh his sticks down it turned into a snake also you know like i really believe and i think that's why i'm, I'm obsessed with egyptology and i think that's why they were so smart because they yeah. did have count counsel from their gods like it's you dude yeah like it would be impossible for that civilization to be as modern as it was without some sort of other higher counsel you know yeah okay well then i mean if you want to say a higher counsel let's, let's get a little bit deeper then so i mean there's okay if you if you if you compare and contrast all world religions and the history of them and all world cultures and the history of them. And you see like, what's one of the, what's one of the common factors in all of them. So like at one point there is a rise of civilization where there, like the intelligence level was up. Like they had like knowledge of the stars, astronomy, you know, technology in a different way. Like they've even found like computers of that existed in, in the time of the Egyptians, whenever they were great. Right. Um, yeah. they, they had, they know, they knew how to make a battery, you know, just different things like that. You consider it like, okay, so how is it, how can all these different civilizations rise at the same time? How is it that it became technologically advanced at the same time? What was the connecting factor, right? Okay, so I'm going to get a little bit deeper on that. Um, just to go off real quick, um, have you heard of the NASAC planes? Mm, I think so, but, you know, refresh me. Um, NASAC planes, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they're in Peru, right? So these planes, mm -hmm. right? If you like from from the history that I read on it, unless it's changed since then, um, when you stand on on these NASA planes, whenever you stand on the highest mountain range close by, you're gonna see like this field or these these planes, you know. And there's uh, this expanse of planes, and and there's uh, and whenever I say planes, I mean P L A I N S planes, you know, fields, yeah. land, right? Um, there's like lines that go across them, right? And so from the highest mountain range, standing atop and looking over. It just looks like a bunch of lines on the ground and there's a speculation okay so at some point in human history people created these planes and those are irrigation canals they're using it for agriculture but now it's a dry desert or a drier region whatever um okay it wasn't until like the 1930s or the 1940s i believe whenever someone flew an airplane over those fields and saw that these lines actually made pictures right so it's mm -hmm. like you could not see these pictures from the highest mountain range, but you could only see them from an aerial view from space or from like a higher altitude. And there was a picture of a monkey, whale's tail, trident, a hummingbird, um, different things like that, right? So it's like someone yeah. organized and, and, and created these planes. I'm pretty sure it was like through the work of different, a bunch of people, a collective of a bunch of people trying to make these pictures. But it's like these pictures are not viewable from the highest mountain range nearby. You can only see them from the sky. How is that? How can you, from the time, like, 
from like 3,000, 4,000, 10,000 years back or however, whenever, because I don't even have the right um, timeline in my head right now. But if you were to look it up from so many years back, the the Wright brothers or the airplane itself wasn't created until like the, the, the recent century, like in the 1900s, right? Late 1800s, 1900s. And that's whenever people were first able to fly over the earth. But yet someone created these planes, someone created these these pictures on these planes like thousands of years back. So someone is flying over the earth and commanding and directing, okay, this picture is like this, this picture is like that, this line goes over here and you can only see it from aerial view. So what does that tell you? The people had the, the knowledge and the technology to fly over the earth at some point in human history, but it was lost. And me, it's exactly. the whole idea of extraterrestrials or extraterrestrial um, influence in human history. So for us to have like, for us to go from not knowing a lot to knowing a whole lot in human history and different civilizations, there was some type of extraterrestrial influence, either whether it be otherworldly, a physical other world, or it can be otherworldly, another dimension world. It, it, how yeah. is it you want to see it? Um, religion and spirituality has been influenced throughout human history, not just by ourselves. It's not just like where we grew up on this planet by ourselves and we didn't have anyone from the outside externally come by and, and be like hey you know live like this do this do that don't do this don't do that whatever there was something else that influenced everything and the gods and goddesses that it had existed oh even if, if you're looking in indian history um i forgot the name of the book but there's a book that talks about um how to be a pilot and this is like a few thousand years back as well is like how to be a pilot so how can, how are they going to talk about being a pilot and what it is that you take on your space travel what type of clothing to wear um, what type of drive to take with you to be able to survive and sustain yourself a thousand years back whenever supposedly the first aircraft wasn't invented until like this last recent century. Does that make any sense? Yeah. And, like, and like those those Egyptians, man, they were some bad motherfuckers. Like Cleopatra's little sister was 11 and she was able to come up with a scheme to take her throne. And like uh, when the uh, Romans went to Egypt and the king actually slept with Cleopatra, he was like, that was literally like an out-of-body experience. He said it was literally the best sex he ever had. And, you know, like those Egyptians, man, they were some bad motherfuckers. Like, Yeah, they were in tune with, with energy and vibration, dude. Like the whole, like the, the universe itself is just vibrating matter. It's it's energy. Everything is energy. Everything is vibrating energy. The denser energy, the physical matter, is uh, slower vibrations and, and waves. The light energy is going to be higher frequency vibrations and waves where it's just like moving like really like high speed. And you're going to see the waves like oscillating really, really quickly, really fast, like closer to each other. So that's why you can't see light energy. But the so I mean I think it's completely possible. Like if he's saying that it has to be something about her energy field or what she was in tune with, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and and I'll go, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. No, I was I was gonna say yeah, that's one hundred percent true. Like I honestly feel like we are 
spiritual beings first. Like, I don't condone drugs of any type of any kind, but like, if you ever get a chance, like, just take some acid and like meditate or take some shrooms and like meditate. You'll really get a chance to like know yourself better. Like, the government wants you to say that, oh, these things are bad, but. I actually feel like the government takes them away for a reason because it's a reason why weed is illegal and things like alcohol that you're not supposed to have in your body and tobacco that you're not supposed to have in your body is actually, you know, legal. I feel like it opens you up. There's really a study and basically um, the guy, he took like 100 people. 50 people saw one thing and 50 people saw another. But at the end of the day, they say you're hallucinating. Well, if you're actually hallucinating, then each person would see a different thing. So why did a group of people see the same thing? I really believe that, you know, it gets you to that higher consciousness or to that spiritual world. Because like, say, for instance, did you know that uh, when you get high or tipsy, it's actually like your body's natural anesthesia. Yeah. Like my, I, I, I like, <laughs> I like the whole getting high thing. I've never done acid, never done shrooms. I've wanted to do shrooms. Okay. For, okay. Weird. First of all, I think you should, if you're going to start, which I highly recommend it, uh, start with LSD. Like for me, I like to do it alone because it really helps me like it pulls off the blinds and it helps me see me like it makes everything real like this is where I'm at. This is what I need to do. And uh, but I'd say be careful with shrooms because like when you drinking, you know, you drop when you take acid, you know, you know, you're you know, you know, you're high. But with shrooms like you'll be hallucinating and you won't even know it. Like, I took shrooms. I had a whole conversation with Ariana Grande. Did not stop to think why I was talking to Cat, a fictional character, let alone why Ariana Grande would be doing it in my living room. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, 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 yeah, that they can definitely be potent. But I highly, especially somebody like you, who's already have a spiritual connection of somewhat, I definitely highly suggest it. I'm going to take it your suggestion. Yeah. I, I got to get to that point. I, I would have to like plan it on a vacation week or something whenever I have nothing else to do, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> to make sure I have enough days to recover. Cause I don't want to like do it one day and then the next day go to work and my boss is like, what the fuck are you uh, doing? Uh, oh, it's actually, it's actually not that bad. Like people, Okay. Yeah, yeah, because like say for instance, uh it lasts it only lasts for like what twelve hours at the most. So just make sure you uh I, I would say take it in the daytime or when you just woke up because you can it like your brain will be moving so fast you can't sleep on psychedelics. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, just take it early in the day and you know once it wears off you're good like uh, like because that's what i was told i was told make sure you have at least two straight days off but like i've done it and then went to work or like i've micro dosed a lot of people do that where they take just a small dose of shrooms or a small like they cut the tab of lsd and they take you know half of it and they you know do it like that but yeah uh, it's definitely a good way to discover yourself i highly suggest it to like everybody is very good and it, it can heal you as well yeah i suggest that with weed no lie 
Like I'll tell you, um, whenever I first had started smoking, I was 23. Mm-hmm. And I was going through like a rough patch in my life, like where I just didn't believe in anything, right? Mm-hmm. Was, um, like everything was bad. Like um, my connection with my family was bad. Uh, I was going through like a bad relationship. Um, I just felt like, like I was before that point, I stopped believing in anything. Um, but after I started smoking, like it just, it I don't know how to, to describe it. Like something clicked inside my head to where like it it opened if you want to just put like it open a doorway right okay fine. yeah but, um, where just I, I started to become much more spiritual after that like and now I, i'll go through periods where i just don't smoke at all like the last time i smoked was about maybe two weeks i mean sorry two months ago whenever my dog died oh and, sorry uh, to hear that no it's, it's fine dude don't don't you know it's one thing is weird is like whenever someone dies and you feel like you have to apologize for it but it's like i know that's like a common courtesy like it's a cordiality but same time it's like i don't know if it's necessary to apologize because it's something that happens but it's not your fault to apologize for it you know what i mean yeah well i well i wasn't i wasn't apologizing for it i was just saying i feel for you because i have lost a dog before you know what i mean yeah man they're 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 really close like family like some people say oh i can't see what the connection is because i think they just kind of keep them as just you know like service animals not exactly like family but it's like i was really connected but like the thing is is that last time I smoked it was like two months ago so like whenever I had first started smoking to now I remember I was like slight I felt like honestly I'll admit I was like slightly dependent on it to feel okay I was going through a lot of depression in my life um, in my early years but now at this age like because I've I've opened a lot and I've delved a whole lot deeper into my spirituality um my happiness isn't exactly it's not dependent and it shouldn't be for anybody but it's not dependent on a, a thing or a person or a situation it's just like now it's like a more natural feeling where I just wake up every day like and I'm ready just to conquer, you know? And I think honestly, um smoking marijuana helped me with that. And I really recommend it. There's a lot of people who have like, you know, different conflicting opinions about it. My mom says it's devil's lettuce. If she just would realize <laughs> it's not, you know, I don't even believe in the devil. I think God and the devil are the same thing. It's just like a the God and devil are different terms for dark and light and the same entity. Um, but like it just like that right there itself. It it has helped me. Like I would like to try shrooms. I would like to try LSD. I just haven't like summoned the courage or the balls to do it. You know, um, I'll do it eventually yeah. sometime in my life. I'm pretty sure like before I die, I don't know when that would be, but like at some point in my life, I'll do it. But like even marijuana itself, it helps people to expand their minds, open their minds, bring them to closer to like a spiritual existence, and to a happier existence. And then it gets you to a point where then you don't even need it anymore because like you're just okay on your own to be able to exist and just like continue traversing this whole physical reality at the same time while traversing your spiritual reality. You know? If that makes any sense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And another thing that's not the healthiest thing, but uh, try cigars, not what I'm fucking smoking, but like fancy cigars. They're the, um, cause like weed gets me high, you know, like sometimes I want to be high and then other times I just want to be relaxed. You know, it doesn't relax me. But cigars, like a real cigar from a cigar shop, they definitely help me relax. Seriously? You know. How's that? Yeah. Well, basically, um, like, there's a reason why they say, you like, it's basically a, a lifestyle. Like, smoking cigars, I've gotten a chance to meet a lot of great people. I've made a lot of 
connections. There's a uh, most people that smoke cigars own things. Like, have you ever heard of Papa Bros? Or Papacitos? Yeah, uh, I mean, is that the restaurant, a, or what are you referring to? Yeah, yeah, the restaurant. I smoked like cigars with the owner like ten times before I knew he was actually the owner of that okay. restaurant. He's in, uh, yeah, he's in Dallas, and like you meet people like that, and I will say it is an expensive <laughs> habit, but you know. <laughs> I don't do it that often, so, you know, I can afford it. But, yeah, they definitely help me, like, relax and just get in the mood, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, and sometimes the BLKs do, too, you know? I'll be honest, like, I don't really do the, like, anything with uh, paper or cigar paper too much because of the fact that it affects with my throat and singing. So, like, that's, like, or, mm. like, say, say, for example, even whenever I drive, I like to drive with the windows open. Like, I have AC, but I like to drive with the windows open. Even if it's, like, fucking scorching hot outside and it's, like, God damn, it's hot. And I'm, like, moving my arm, like, further inward into the vehicle because I don't want the sun to burn me from the side. But I'm being so stubborn that I don't drive with the AC because the AC fucks up my throat. But it's yeah. the same thing with papers. Um, the papers, it'll kind of fuck up my throat. Well, 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 see, with cigars, and uh, this is why I said cigars. With cigars, it doesn't touch your throat. Uh, okay. Like the way you smoke a cigar, you do it for the. Honestly, flavor. I've never smoked one before. So you, I wouldn't know. Yeah, you you should add that to your bucket list. <laughs> it's very relaxing. Like you know, on one day when you're like not doing anything at all, just you know, smoke one, sit in your favorite chair, get some scotch, and relax. Because I mean, the way you do it, they do it for flavor. So you well, you actually cannot inhale like you'll kill yourself because it's like fire you know it's too strong so um you you know just get a little smoke in your mouth wish it around let it stay there and then just blow it out and like i think it takes like an hour to finish one but the pit since you never like smoked it would probably hit you hard so it'll probably take you like 10 to 15 to 20 minutes before you actually got like fully in that mode and you're not gonna want to do anything it you know literally I mean? does that to you it gives you that relaxed feeling yeah that's interesting i never would have yeah that. hookah does. i don't know why i've always associated yeah. cigars like with a different like a, just a, a classy form of cigarette <laughs> yeah oh man like don't tell a cigar it's funny because cigarette smokers hate cigars and cigar smokers hate cigarettes but a cigar i will say is legit better not just because i smoke them but it's legit better because it doesn't go in your lungs number one and number two there's no chemicals in it like when you smoke you're smoking like the raw pure tobacco like the indians smoked in the peace pipes back in mm. the day okay. yeah. you know and it's and it's funny because that's what tobacco and weed was originally used for like the native americans they would have the peace pipe to get closer to the gods or like to create so i find it funny when people say oh i smoke weed or I drink and then I start writing because that's what it that was the original intent yeah. for it. I mean, I, I, I don't have you anything know. against it. That's just me personally. I know that like there's a lot of people who are against it, but then there's a lot of people who are not against it. This this I don't know. The world's kind of changing now. Everything's changing. People are being much more accepting of things like that. Where in the past they weren't as accepting of marijuana. The only reason why they weren't is because I think it was during uh, what was his name? Fucking a. 
uh, Roosevelt. Um, yeah. He he like pushed some laws to to make it illegal. But the whole thing behind that, if you actually compare the the pros and cons of um, having like fields of marijuana to having fields of trees, like what it was is there it was like a like a lobbyist thing where there was like the lobbyists they were they the tree the tree farmers we're making money off of, um, you know, making paper products from trees. And then the hemp farmers are making um, money off of the hemp products. Right. But the whole thing mm-hmm. behind it was that, that they wanted to, they wanted to put out the hemp market because it could potentially be much more successful. So the ones who are tree farmers or the ones who had their investments in uh, tree farming, they didn't. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's the same thing that happened with absence. Have you ever heard of absence? Yeah, but I don't know the story behind it. Tell me. Okay, so the story behind absence, and they actually passed a law, so it's illegal to sell authentic absence in America. So the absence that you're seeing at the liquor stores is not authentic. You have to uh, order it. I've ordered some. It's like I had some at a party. We mixed absinthe and moon rocks. Not the best idea. <laughs> but but um yeah, but uh I uh ordered some and it's illegal to sell, but you can order it from a different country. That's not illegal. It's not illegal to import a lot of things. That's illegal here. But basically, um the story of absinthe, the wine business wasn't doing too well. Because everybody liked absinthe. Because like cigars, absinthe is a culture. Like with wine, you can just pour you a glass. With absinthe, is a process. Like you have to pour some absinthe in a uh, glass. Then you have what you call an absinthe spoon. It's a spoon with a hole in it. And you get a sugar cube. And you uh, pour water over the sugar cube. Because the absinthe is really, really strong. And you pour water over the sugar cube in the absinthe to sweeten it and, you know, dilute it and then drink. And it was like Van Gogh, like the greatest artists of all time would drink it. And the wine company, it had their asses shut. Mm -hmm. And so one day a guy drank some absinthe and killed his family. And the wine companies jumped on that and said, oh, he killed his family because of absinthe. And ever since then absinthe was outlawed but it it, it wasn't the absinthe like it, he could have been drinking anything and he would have done it or like those are meditated all it was is just that he allowed something else to influence his thoughts and he like spurred it on like okay it, it was already in his head to do it yeah or like how van yeah. gogh cut off his ear you know like van gogh cut off his ear and you know they were like yeah ban it and if absinthe wasn't like if that never happened, like wine would be absinthe where absinthe is, and uh, absinthe would be where wine is today, yeah. and there would be like absinthe bars all around. So I definitely feel what you're saying. But um, dang, we wandered like we went all over the place, man. Yeah, no, there's so many, so so many more pros to to hemp products and marijuana than there is to like tree farming. But I mean, I don't know, just like also if you think about like the pharmaceutical market, they don't want I mean, they don't want cures. They want money off of your mm-hmm. your illness, you know, so they don't want to cure. like yeah. if, if something can cure you, they're not going to try to cure you. They're trying to kill you off of whatever product that they got and keep you addicted or keep you dependent on whatever 
chemically altered substance that they have for you to use as a medicine to keep you coming back to make money off of you. You know, if you're if you're constantly sick, they got money. But if you're cured, what money are they making? Everything's a different form of money for the government or for however you want to look at it. It's just it's a different form of money. So it's like if they allow weed to be completely legal, I mean, the different benefits that you can get from it, from the hemp products and then from the the medical part of it. You know, if if you're benefiting from it, it's less money for them, you know, or less money for the, the yeah. tree lobbyists, you know, which I mean, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, why not go with the, the better alternative, which is hemp? You know, you can make so many more exactly. products from it than you can with trees. And it grows back in a less amount of time in comparison to trees, you know, um, and just yeah. the trees like them, themselves. We need it for oxygen and for 